this might sound really silly, but can I potentially contact a dead pet? Yeah. Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Have you checked the children's children's We all go a little mad sometimes. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Hello and welcome back to another episode of From Dust Till Dawn. I am your host, Don Lahi. What's going on? This is a horror movie review podcast where we like to review horror movies the way that we choose our horror movies. That we go to a horror movie generator, we hit generate and it gives us a movie and then we watch the movie. And this week's movie was 2020's Host. IMDb gave it a 6.5 and Rotten Tomatoes gave it 99% could make it to 100, eh? <laughs> That's pretty wild, though. Uh, 6.5 on IMDb and then 99 on Rotten Tomatoes. I do like those scores because it must have some kind of, uh, you know, difference of opinion uh, or whoever was watching it, you know. I don't know. IMDb, I feel like uh, it's, what am I trying to say? It's hard because I feel like Rotten Tomatoes is so much more like critical and then IMDb is more like of like the audience score. But this case, not too sure. 99%? This movie scared me. Um, The plot reads, six friends hire a medium to hold a seance via Zoom during lockdown. But they get far more than they bargain for as things quietly go wrong. Yeah, that's pretty much it. This movie was scary. Uh, I was genuinely, genuinely, I was uh, greatly uh, scared, kind of holding my breath. Uh, because you do know when the scares are going to pop up. Um, this whole movie was filmed on Zoom. So that was really cool. The editing was fun um, because you kind of, they... If you've never been on Zoom, it is a um, online communication video conference that you can uh, put a bunch of people into and everyone has a screen. Um, You can see everyone's screen on your screen. You can see yourself. Uh, And yeah, it's like a little uh, virtual party hut. Um, but most people use it for business. So it's a virtual business hut, but it was all filmed on zoom. So they took it and then, uh, I guess they, I'm not too sure how they did it. The editor must've had a bit of a difficult time editing it. Cause like how many takes do you have? Um, do you do separate takes and add them to, I'm not too sure, but very creative. They would show the full screen. Like it looked like a zoom call. Uh, they would show the full screen and then kind of when you needed to pay attention to a specific screen, they would do a close up on that kind of be like watching the background of this one. But yeah, it was, um, pretty fucking scary. And right off the bat, you know, there's like, it's realistic. Um, there's no score. There's no, title card like it's just like you kind of sign into a zoom call and you're watching the movie and you know that it's a scary movie so every single like static shot like that was just like still staring off into a corner if the person has to go like run into the other room or something you're you're just dissecting 
the entire room, like looking at everything. Maybe something's poking out at you. Maybe, you know, you're trying to find something scary in there. So I feel like they set that up. So then through on throughout the movie, you're, you know, paying very, very close attention. So then the jump scares are extra jumpy uh, for you. So you're looking at every little detail. Uh, and then when the detail that you're kind of looking for pops up, you uh, poop your pants a little bit when it pops up. And uh, I like that. I like being scared. I like having I had chills. Um, oh, the best part of this whole movie. It was only 56 minutes long, baby. Oh, I love it. I love it. Normalize under an hour movie. Get the point across. Get the characters talking. Let's go. So really, really liked that. And um, and apparently uh, when you get Zoom for free, your trial, you have uh, only an hour to do each Zoom. So that's why they, they did that under an hour. There was now the couple things that I was like, okay, this is not how this would go because you really are immersed into the film you're you you, unless you've never been on a computer or any kind of video chat ever um but you think that you're on the zoom call like so a couple things there was pov shots uh and it's just like the person hears a noise and then they grab their computer and walk out to go check the noise there's no one else on the screen on the video chat yet and Haley uh I guess is one of our main characters in this she starts it off with everything no one else is on the zoom call yet and she's carrying her computer around to go investigate the noise like that's not what you would do right now if i heard a noise i wouldn't take the podcast equipment and go walk in somewhere to investigate unless i was a ghost hunter or something so that was kind of you know i was like all right i guess this might maybe some people do that i don't do that so i disconnected from that and it happens again uh but we'll get to that a little bit later so we meet everyone that's going to be in this seance and it's Haley main character, Gemma, who's the second one to get added in. And then there's Emma, Radina, Caroline, Teddy, and Salen. And they all just use their, their own names, like their real names in real life. Um, except for Teddy, but his real name in real life is Edward. And I think that's, you call people named Teddy Edward. And the interesting thing about meeting all these different people, so they're in lockdown, right? Because of COVID, this is coming out 2020. uh, And we're meeting and you meet everyone. And from my life, I feel like when COVID was happening and quarantine and all that, you saw everyone's because everyone was uh you know it was a very not intimate time but like you saw into people's lives more because 
you were in their homes, you know, people couldn't leave their homes, so they were stuck in their homes. So, you know, people making videos or uh, content or anything, you kind of saw in their homes. And I feel like when that was happening, we saw inside of uh, people's lives. And then that means that there were different levels or different levels, different classes, different um, ways of, of living. Uh, so we kind of go through these characters and, you know, one person's living with their parents. One person is living in luxury and, and is like, this would be a great house to be in quarantine. There's people that are, uh, you know, in school, um, living alone in kind of a dorm situation. There's people uh, who are abroad living uh, in in England. Um, that would be Haley, the only American. Um, there's people who are in a fresh relationship and they moved in together Um and have to live with each other in quarantine and neither of them can leave. So it's kind of a up against the wall, stuck in the corner um, situation. So I thought that was really creative of, uh, oh, I didn't say who the director was. My bad. Director and writer, Rob Savage. My bad. But I, I, I got you in there, Rob Savage shouldn't mess with someone last with the last name Rob Savage because he might actually be Mr. Savage. So yeah, everyone has different uh, ways of living and you envy some and then some are like, man, if that was me, I don't think I'd be too happy living in that situation, but to eat your own, to eat your own, to eat your own. But there's the people who are in a fresh relationship living in quarantine. They have a little fight and um, they're fighting in the background. And then all the people on the Zoom call are talking and saying maybe it wasn't a good idea to move in together. And, and like, couldn't the people fighting in the room with the computer also in the room, like, hear that and what they're saying? Little, I don't know. It was... They were kind of like dissing their relationship. So I thought that was a little funky, funky monkey. So the seance starts and uh, I think her name is Ceylon. Ceylon. And they start the seance and they pretty much, uh, yeah, like they all have to light a candle. Uh, they all have to uh, know how to get out of this in emergency they uh, are talking about how uh, how the astral pl plane works, and I believe the astral plane is where ghosts, spirits hang out, and they're all pretty much foreshadowing how they're going to be scared, pretty much. And a good question comes up. Uh, Gemma, she goes... Uh, if my grandparents are Chinese and they only spoke Chinese, I don't know how to speak Chinese. If they try to communicate through the astral plane, will I understand them? And I was like, that's a really good question. Like, you know, what if my, you know, exactly what she said. If you're, if your ancestors that you want to connect with didn't speak your language, how are you going to communicate? 
And Salen lets us know that there ain't no language in the astral plane. We just feel what they want us to feel, and they communicate pretty much without words. So I thought that was really cool. And then one person's like, can I connect to a pet? And they were like, yeah, there's no languages. This pet can connect to you. So uh, really stoked to do a seance myself uh, and get in contact with some good old buddies um dog buddies that have uh are living in the astral plane now teddy teddy uh has this girlfriend jenny um i think that's where he's living or something uh she immediate i immediately don't like this person because uh you'll see but i just meet i was just really didn't like uh what she did, she kind of took him away from the Zoom almost immediately. She wasn't respecting uh, his space and, and and his friendships with these people. And she's like, he's got to go and just exit the Zoom and kind of made my blood boil a bit on that one. Ginny, not too cool. Ginny, G-I-N-N-Y. Now, I know that this is just how rooms work, but there was a door in every room. And or a hallway and over everyone's either right or left shoulder, there was a door and I was like, okay, we're going to a door into like a dark hallway or room or something. So I was like, okay, here we go. We're going to, uh, we're setting this up real, real nice. And it just kind of gets scary, but also, so they had to light candles at the very starting and it stressed me out because uh, all of them have long hair and they're kind of like looking around the room and the candle is like in like right in front of them. So I'm always scared to be lit on fire, uh, w w which would suck and happens in this movie. Haley in this, the American, the only American, everyone else is English. Uh, everyone's got a cool way of talking, love the English accent love the slang in England. Uh, but Haley, she's taking this way too seriously. And we don't find out why she's taking this so seriously. Uh, she like, she's like, I really want you guys to respect blah, 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 blah. And everyone's kind of like just having fun. Like they're having a couple drinks. They're having some laughs. They're enjoying themselves. And, this is kind of how everything starts. Gemma, she says, when they're doing the seance, she's like, something just grabbed my throat. I felt something really tight on my throat. And then she comes up with this story about a guy named Jack who uh, unalived himself in school by, uh, how do I say this delicately, noosing himself and she made it up and that's kind of how the, the spirit uh, enters in into their lives here. And then she goes, I was just joking. And then, and then uh, Salen is like, that's not good. Um, you pretty much just let in another spirit from, you know, whatever you're, you're you just fabricated this mask for this demonic presence and they're not, they don't like when people do that. Um, but Haley is so upset that she didn't take this seriously. And she kind of 
came up with that story. And she and Haley's just kind of a, a buzzkill during this. Like she's just bumming me out. She's a very unlikable character. Like she's so pissed during this. And we don't find out why she wants to do this this seance with this medium. So um very unlikable character. And she was our kind of the person to be watching. Uh and and then she doesn't really like redeem herself. So um yeah, I really like Gemma, the one who brought the demon into the world. I liked everyone else actually, except for Ginny and Haley. So no thanks. Um then Haley turns she she tries to hear the spirit and she turns up her um audio output like so high and i'm like fuck here we go this is i i, I had to turn it down because i was like i'm not gonna get blasted right now um this is a jump scare movie and it does a pretty good job at it but you know it's like shaky cam uh moving around a room and then something's in, you know in the corner uh but the it is there are some triggering images so just a heads up on that. <clears throat> like I said, noose is on the loose. Oh, and a nice little horror trope uh, that was in this was, what was that noise? Let me go check the attic. Like one does. We're in a abandoned house. Let's go to the cellar where... It's cold. You can't fully stand up and there's no light down there. I heard a scary noise. Let me go to the scariest fucking place in the house. That was a little funny. Whatever. Do what you got to do. And this is and this is just kind of where it ramps up. And I want everyone to go watch this. It's on Shudder. Uh, I'm not too sure where else you can uh, watch it, but uh, the scares were really good, and uh, it was simple, but it w and 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 very effective. So, I think people should go watch this. There's also this other kind of subplot, almost, where it's scary because you know that they're in in quarantine. And by the way, if no one know if if you're listening to this um, in like 2000. 50 or something uh quarantine we had a really bad uh pandemic where we had to pretty much be uh locked in our houses for felt like three years and uh we, we pretty much weren't allowed to leave I'm, pre I'm pretty sure some countries you could get arrested if you were outside and england might be one of them but there was a subplot where because you can't leave the house that was the scary part in this movie as well. They can't go outside necessarily because there's danger outside as well. And they don't want to stay inside because there's a gobbly Google, ghoulie, a ghoulie ghoul inside. So I thought that was a, a fun little thing. Cause I was like, they can't leave cause there's COVID. Um, so I thought that was, a good little subplot.
they try and end the call with the with the demon. They say, uh, "We're out of here. Knock twice if uh, you understand us." And it uh, pretty much fucks everyone up. The ver- the scares are very very creative. Um, they're using the zoom filters. You know, like you can change your background and some people, you know, would change their background to a video of them in that room, in that same camera position. So, and then they would walk in behind themselves and then it was like green screen behind them. So that was used in a creative way, scary way. The one where uh, you can put like a filter on your face and then that was picked up somewhere else. Um, you know, that, you know, there wasn't a person standing there, but then there was like a face on it. So very, very creative. This, I, I doubt this movie costs a lot of money to make. Uh, so, uh, good on you, Rob Savage there. So Teddy comes back into the picture and he gets some really good scares in there. Uh, the camera turning around the corner and something being there. Uh, then he goes and he uh, walks around. Oh, we got some sirens in the background, if you can hear that. So Teddy comes back in and he has a flashlight and the uh, the ghost kind of overcharges it and the flashlight breaks. And another horror trope... Uh, is that he whips out a Zippo and it lights up an entire fucking barn. So, uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, maybe the Zippo has something to do with his death. I don't want to ruin this for you, you know? I want you to go watch it. It's an hour of your time. Watch it on the bus to work. Watch it while you're working out. Watch it first thing in the morning. Like... I'm not going to lie. I was kind of looking over my shoulder, though, during this. So it's fucking scary. I ain't joking around here. The deaths are wild, though. Like there's it's it, it it's really they're good. Some you see, some you don't see. There's a body count of eight in this. So for an hour long movie, you're what's the math on that? That's a death every seven and a half minutes. Um. So. All the screens are turned off. Um, everyone logs off pretty much um, because either they're not there or whatever happened. Not going to let you know. Um, Gemma runs over to Haley's house. And even though they know what just happened, the craziest fucking thing, like a demon running into their screens, their friends, you know, dying uh there's and then their computer signing off of the zoom and then when Gemma gets to Haley's house they're giggling and then they do the elbow like fist bump like that everyone did in covid and i'm like okay that that just chemistry just changed weirdly like i was scared everyone was kind of pumped up everyone was also scared. I felt everyone. And then when they started giggling and did that, I was like, I'm thrown off. What's going on? Like, is it because they haven't seen each other face to face in a long time? I didn't really like that. And then we get a good, and then we get a good uh, jump scare at the end and then uh, roll credits. And the credits were amazing. 
And that's honestly all I have to say about this movie. Fun, good, uh, good ride. You think about a movie that was... This is why I think it got 99 on Rotten Tomatoes. You think about a movie that was filmed on Zoom, only on Zoom, and you think, how is that going to be? It was. It was good. It was... Really good. So let's do a let's do a rating here on this podcast. We like to rate our films with Don's dollars. One dollar being the least amount of money that you would spend on to go see a movie, and ten dollars being the most amount of money that you'd go see in a theater. Spending ten dollars to go see in a theater, baby. And I'm gonna give this. I really didn't like Haley. I'm thinking of the bad. Th- I'm I'm like kind of jotting back I'm going to give this $7.50 I have to It was good it 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 was good it wasn't it 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 was it was a bit of a nothing necessarily was explained but I feel like if it if it was explained you know, like why Haley wanted to do the seance, what this demon maybe was. I feel like it might have ruined what it was. But at the same time, a bit of a bland, you know, story to pull you through. But it was just scary. You know, it was like if the Blair Witch Project uh, didn't have the Blair Witch lure in it. Like, you know, when they go to the town at the very starting and everyone kind of says like the myth of, of the Blair Witch, it's like if they just went to the forest and all that happened without any, any kind of backstory. So yeah, I'm going to give it $7 and 50 cents and Don's dollars. I'd, I'd pay that to go see. And it was an hour long. Come on. Great. Great. So thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Please go follow from dust till dawn podcast on Instagram. And, uh, Hey, next time you and your friends to do a little, do a little seance on zoom, you want to take it fucking seriously, please. Love ya.